Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and be the first to know when your physical self stops existing. It's May 23rd. Let's see what happened this week. It's pretty rare that anyone feels sorry for someone who used to be a billionaire but now isn't anymore. But if you're of that persuasion, get your tear ducts ready. You may have heard crypto's been getting kicked in the NFT-th lately, which means that the bold entrepreneurs who went all in on it aren't exactly living their best lives right now. Billions of dollars have been getting erased from fortunes, and 28-year-old Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder of Ethereum, knows that all too well. After very recently thinking he was one of the wealthiest people on the planet, he's announced he's not a billionaire anymore. He'll be okay. He won't have to drop his Netflix or anything. But since November, Ethereum's lost 60% of its value. 60! He's not alone. Changping Zhao, the founder of Binance, has seen more than $80 billion, or 84% of his wealth, go up in smoke this year. If you just generally hate rich people, these are your salad days. So with all this going on, it's a prime time for people who did not invest in crypto to start saying, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, I was right and you were wrong. Of course, human civilization hasn't ended yet and crypto could come back and restore billionaire status to people. But for now, it's gloating season. Bill Gates isn't gloating, but he's not holding back any punches as to why he never went down the crypto road. He said he, quote, likes investing in things that have valuable output, adding the value of companies is based on how they make great products. The value of crypto is just what some other person decides someone else will pay for it, so not adding to society like other investments. That echoes Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett, who said, whether it goes up or down in the next year or five or ten years, I don't know. But the one thing I'm pretty sure of is it doesn't produce anything. His COO was even more brutal, saying, I try to avoid things that are stupid and evil and make me look bad. Now that it's become clear that crypto is, uh, let's just say, highly volatile, Congress has started arguing amongst itself as to whether or not people should be protected from making their own decisions about investing in it as part of their retirement plans. Fidelity started it. They announced last month they're going to offer Bitcoin as an option in its 401k plans by this summer. That was very triggering to Congress people who think people are too stupid to make such decisions and need to be protected from options like crypto, equating it to high-risk gambling. Others have gone so far as to introduce a measure called the Financial Freedom Act that would prohibit the Labor Department from restricting the investment alternatives available to workers in self-directed retirement accounts. And what about companies that want to make all its 401k matching contributions in Bitcoin? Should that be okay? Bottom line, you'll be retired and in your 80s by the time Congress figures out crypto. Meta, who everyone will keep calling Facebook no matter what, was allegedly all in on the metaverse. That's why they changed the name of their company. Either that or somebody got drunk and lost a brutal round of truth or dare. It was assumed Meta would be building a virtual world users could live in, kind of the definition of the metaverse. 
But will they? Nick Clegg is Meta's president of global affairs and tried to explain what the hell the company is doing in 8,000 words that wound up not clearing up much. He, we think, said Facebook isn't going to make its own metaverse, but rather the metaverse is an umbrella under which Meta will be launching lots of new products. The Clegger explains the metaverse as a universal virtual layer on top of the physical world where you have a consistent identity, or a few of them, that people can recognize no matter where in the metaverse they see you. Best guess, Meta doesn't want to run metaverses. They want to provide your identities in all of them? Maybe? I don't know. You know who is building their own metaverse? The U.S. military. And defense startups, contractors, and funders are ready to take on the mission. In fact, they may have quite a head start considering the military is already using top-of-the-line stuff like AR and VR, head-mounted displays, 3D simulations, and virtual environments built by AI. It's all good for very realistic training and wargaming. And that, they admit, is evolving into a platform that is essentially a military metaverse, the most kick-ass multiplayer video game ever. One company, Improbable, has created sprawling virtual battlefields featuring over 10,000 individually controlled characters. What no one seems to be suggesting is that we keep war in the metaverse so we don't have to ever see or deal with it in the real world again. Are you ready for the metaverse to pump you up? Apparently you are. You would think that gyms are a very physical industry, seeing as how it's all about bulking up physical physiques and all. But now people seem to want metaverse gym spaces. At this point, I admit I would so much rather watch an avatar of me jog five miles than to actually do it myself. But that's not really the idea. The idea is to incorporate the metaverse into your real workouts. A study from FitRated asked more than 1,000 people who actually care about their bodies if they'd prefer a Metaverse gym membership over a real one. 40% said yeah, they'd cancel their physical gym memberships and they'd rather pay for the virtual one than the real one. 81% said they'd be motivated to stay fit if they earned crypto for exercising. Now see, they don't listen to this podcast. They don't know what's going on with crypto. Respondents also said they'd support blockchain projects that gamify fitness. Eh, the Wii tried that and you still stayed on the couch. That's what we've got for you this week. If you want to donate to this podcast, you can't. I haven't set that up. All I want is for you to subscribe and tell people about the show. We'll be back next week. Next week.